Hello, this is EJ, Coach Eric Johnson, the brand. And Coach Aaron Thigpen, the source. And welcome to our podcast for today. And uh, we got a great subject today, Aaron, that uh, we've been talking about for years, and that is really getting an athlete ready for high school. You know, yes. That, yes. That, great, that great age of uh, understanding being a 12-year-old athlete, 13-year-old athlete in the sixth grade and moving up. Yeah, and there's a lot of facets to that. And the preparation definitely starts uh, well before you get into high school sports. And, you know, as you know, especially in this area, high school sports are pretty competitive. And um, it's usually those kids who've done work prior to that, having success in making the teams. So I think it's important that a lot of athletes, even if they're not sure if they quite want to play high school sports, but kind of have that inkling that they might do just some basic work and getting ready. For those who know they want to play and move beyond, you know, you've talked about this and mentioned this, that then there should be a longer term plan integrated into um, their goals, their training plans. I agree, Aaron, and something that we've discussed, and I've discussed with a lot of athletes and a lot of families, is the fact that you're getting your son or daughter ready for, you know, high school, and and that's really, you know, fifth, sixth, seventh, and eighth grade, you know, it's really a short-term plan, and I always tell them, well, if you're going to train that hard and you want to play in high school, majority of our athletes want to play collegiate. And that's a very, you know, realistic goal for the athletes we see. So I always like to say there are four more years packed on to that initial four years. And that's a that's really anywhere from a six to eight year plan. It's not a short term plan. It's a long term plan. And once we get that athlete through those six to eight years, then it's coming back to see us and and coming back and and training and not forgetting your roots. So uh, I think it's important not to just say, let's just get that athlete ready for high school, but let's have a long-term goal and planning. So each year, you know, having goals and trying to meet these standards or having some sort of, you know, direction is key with any young athlete trying to play in high school and go beyond i think that's a great way to approach it um this way an athlete doesn't get caught flat-footed um or unprepared Mm -hmm. i I see a lot of athletes and they're they just don't realize the the biggest thing in high school especially as a freshman are the mismatches And the mismatches are basically just because of, you know, levels of maturity. Mm -hmm. You can have a a 14-year-old who's got facial hair and you've got a a 14-year-old who's, you know, face is like a baby's bottom. So, and and it could be, you know, six inches in difference in height and 30 pounds in weight. And it doesn't mean that one athlete is inherently better than the other or has you know or is going to go further but because of the physical disparities and maturity right uh, you know the smaller athletes are 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 left at a disadvantage and to me the biggest thing i work with my athletes and clients is is how do we bridge that gap you know how to at least close that gap so that 
um, an athlete does have, at least is considered and has the opportunities. Because when you've got 40 or 50 kids try out for, you know, a particular team, the ones that generally stand out the most are those who are bigger and stronger and faster. (laughs) Yes. And so you're not even taking into account skill. And um, that puts, again, less mature athletes at a disadvantage. Yeah, and and something that I see frequently, Aaron, is um, the athlete that is, is there's two sides of the story. You have the the mature athlete that has a physicality, and you have that immature athlete that has a physicality that doesn't have the physicality case, so they're competing with each other. Mm -hmm. And usually that physical athlete wins out. We know that. Yeah. But what about that athlete that is not physically mature, but is a really good, like, athlete? They just don't yeah. have the strength factor, you know? Right. And right. and they're competing, and they're doing a great job, but that mature athlete just takes over. Right. Okay. Now, second scenario. You have that mature athlete that is a physical specimen, but... You can see the technical aspect is not there, you know, with their their running or how they 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 do something, and it's, it's maybe not there, and it needs some sports performance training to get to the next level. Because see, those physical athletes, to me, they can be more physically stronger than that other athlete that's not there mature wise. But at some point, that athlete that is maturing slowly catches up to that person because their technical skill is better and because they've been doing some sort of sports performance training their body's able to move better than that physical athlete that hasn't been training and we see this athlete who was maybe a little bit behind when they were younger all of a sudden start to catch up to the athlete and excel past that more physical player because they have caught up from a maturity standpoint right right yeah i'm you know you see that all the time and that's one thing that i tell a lot of the uh less mature athletes is is just kind of wait and take stock that you know, mother nature will come and your body will change and your focus shouldn't necessarily always be about beating or being better than the competition, but continuing to develop your, 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 your physicality and your skill set so that when your body does mature, um, you're, you're going to be competitive and you're going to leapfrog. Um, over and you know if you can do that and an athlete understands that's the, p- the position he's in they can take solace in that and then they don't go through or stress about it as much I mean a lot of the athletes that I you know uh, grew up with we were all late bloomers so right mm-hmm. I I most of the guys that I ran professionally with in track and field we were all late bloomers, you know, nothing special in high school, not state champions and, right. and those sorts of things. Right. And then there were guys who were the cream of the crop in high school who pretty much didn't have much of a career after high school or college. So right. Right. It, again, I think it's just trying to extend that time in the game. That's important. And understanding that your day will come if you're, you know, good things will happen if you're in the game long enough. 
Right. So I think initially, you know, going back to what we're saying there, it is having a plan. See, we're thinking, you know, three years is good enough. Like getting my athlete ready for high school. It really should be over a six to eight year plan and, and really sitting down with a sports performance coach and, and saying, hey, we're starting at, you know, a young age. I like always like to see the athletes come in, you know, when they're nine and a half, nine and, mm-hmm. and, and start them or eight or start them with ways to make their get their body to move correctly Uh, i like to see them start early and so you can help with their maturity of really physical fitness because again you and i've said this before it's a lost art it's not really taught in school anymore so having that as a as a roadmap with the younger athlete and taking that all the way through 9 10 11 years old sixth grade seventh grade pre-high school getting them ready and then maturing them up through ninth 10th, 11th, 12th grade, and having that roadmap and that plan only allows that athlete to maximize their ability in their particular sport and give them the best opportunity to succeed in high school, you know, by having those five, four to six years of training before they get in high school. And then there's another schedule of training once they get in high school. So that's a plan. I mean, if you just put it out that way, and parents, if you're listening, this is, I think, I believe, my professional opinion, this is the best way to train a young athlete to get them ready for high school and beyond high school. And it's a plan. And if you're going to, you know, invest um, training, because everybody wants training, you know, mm-hmm. I want training. Training is going to help my kid get here. Of course it is. But the training only works if you have a plan. You, it can't be one and done. I always like to say, oh, come in for this little amount of training in any sport and I'm good. I've got some training. Uh-uh. It's a plan. It's like anything. You go to school, it's education. You know, it's just not like all of a sudden you go from first grade and you go to college. It doesn't work that way. Right. Um, it's, it's no different than sport. You really have to be conscientious about having a plan that works for your particular athlete and that they're invested in, and they wanna be there because it needs to be fun too. I mean, we all know that, is that if a player wants to be there because it's fun and they enjoy the process. And I think that's key when you have a plan. Yeah, and I like the way you break that down into the six years and and maybe you'd even break it down even further mm-hmm. uh, from, a, from a, you know, a building the athlete uh, standpoint you know, I get a question all the time is, when should my athlete start training? Okay. And you know, I usually will tell an ath- uh, a parent, an athlete can start training. If you're talking just a chronological age, usually around eight or nine is not bad. Okay. And again, when we're talking training, don't don't have the picture of kids in there and they're pumping iron. And, <laughs> all you know, right. You know, throw the Gatorade <laughs> and Nike commercials out of your head. Now, there are people who do that with those youngsters i'm not talking about that i'm I'm basically saying right grades you know let's take this by grades grades sixth seventh and eighth should be dedicated to proper functioning of the body movement skills and proper athleticism and acclimating your your athlete to the structure of and discipline of training okay and that third one is important because athletes aren't used to sometimes exertion 
They're not used to pushing themselves. They're not used to understanding the importance of consistency and those sorts of things. And, and sometimes when you get them out there and they're doing those sorts of things, they don't understand the payoff. And so it's hard for them to buy into it. So I think you take those years to start to educate your, your athlete on the process so that they understand the importance of training, the value of training, and how it fits into becoming a successful athlete. And then I think you're on a a good course. And then you, again, combo combo that with proper functional movement skills, the lunging, the jumping, the pushing, the pulling properly, the balance, the coordination. Mm -hmm. Now you've set a, a, a foundational movement aspect that they can rely on and then you build some of your athleticism on that so now we're not just talking about running we're talking about sprinting we're now not just talking about throwing we're talking about pitching now we're not just talking about doing a broad jump but maybe doing a more advanced or long jump or whatever but you know you start to kind of say hey now we've got these athletic skills that we're going to take to any sport we decide to play in right and, and I think that's where the focus should be for grades six, seventh, and eighth. Because then they set the athlete up for um, preparation for high school. And the other thing, it allows them to move into other sports. Oh, right. And, and, and because they have that athletic foundation or they have that, that well-rounded foundation, because you know what happens when they get to high school, you know, it's a different social setting. Right. And they may decide that they want to explore other sports that they didn't have access to. So now you have a kid who decides that they want to play water polo for the first time, or they want to play, you know, rugby or lacrosse. Well, even though they may have played soccer or, or swimming or something else, non-related or tennis, now they have some athletic and foundational skills that they can take to another sport. And that's going to help them with their entry into that other sport. I love that. Um, Building an athlete. You said that from the get go. I love that. And I like the aspects of um, cross training. And when you say cross training talking about for other sports um, and I love the way you go, you broke it down from sixth, seventh, eighth grade. So what does it look like for that high school athlete? You built this foundation, Aaron, okay? You've got this player ready for for high school, pre-high school. Now they're in high school. What's the next three to four years look like in high school for that person, that athlete? You know, you built this foundation. What do we do next? Yeah. Well, you're, a couple of things happen at the same time during this time period. You're talking about uh, building more refined skill sets because now maybe they're, they've chosen a particular sport and a particular position within that sport that they want to excel at. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're talking about more tactical and technical training. Um, we're talking about more uh, specific training in terms of building them athletically towards the model that they need to be to move on to college or at least just be successful in high school. So then you're talking about, 
you know, what's the body structure look like? Then we're talking about what are some of the benchmarks that they need to be able to to make as an athlete in their given sport, you know, whether it's, you know, running, jumping, velocity and throwing, right. you know, whatever it is. So I, that's kind of where you get a little bit of a shift and, and things become a little bit, you know, they start to become more refined. And each year, I think they become more and more refined. You make sure that you're identifying any aspects that they might be behind on and need remedial work. Uh, that's also important uh, during that period. And that window goes fast. So I think yes. that sort of process needs to be in place and thought about and considered uh, once they get into high school sports. And really once they make that decision mm. as to what sport do they want to play, what position, and how far do they want to take it. That's key, you know, and I think, you know, by you sharing the building of an athlete pre-high school, what it looks like during high school, we now have a plan for six years at least to get us to the next stage of our development as an athlete. So that puts a nice tight bow on it uh, today, Aaron, with, with that subject. So again, folks, this is EJ, Coach Eric Johnson, the brand. And Coach Aaron Thigpen, the source. And remember to follow us on all our social media outlets, whether it's Twitter, Facebook, Facebook Live, Instagram. Please follow us. And we have a nice following now, and we like to share our ideas with you. And uh, we like to hear feedback from what you have to say. Yes, yes. All right, you guys. Enjoy your day. See ya. See you later.